Hi, and welcome to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. For the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about setting realistic expectations for yourself. So I found this quote that I wanted to share with you guys, and it simply says, you are your own worst enemy. If you can learn to stop expecting impossible perfection in yourself and others, you may find the happiness that has always eluded eluded you. And this quote is by Lisa. I'm assuming her last name is pronounced Kleipas, K-L-E-Y-P-A-S. And so when I saw this, I thought, you know what, I have got to share this because I just thought it was so powerful. And just the opening line in and of itself is powerful. You are your own worst enemy. At times, I am my own worst enemy. And I'll make sure that I link that in the description box. So everyone has expectations for themselves or at least you should, but I'm assuming everyone does of some kind. So we often assume these expectations are reasonable, yet many of them aren't. And I'm sorry that I have to be the bearer of bad news to tell you that many of the expectations that you've set for yourself just are not reasonable. You cannot realistically expect to drop 200 pounds in a week so that you can look your best for that upcoming wedding or that family reunion or that class reunion or whatever it is that you, that you have coming up. That's not a reasonable expectation. Is that something that you would like? Of course it is, but you should have started working on that months ago. So if you think that you are going to accomplish some goals like that, honey, I, I beg to differ with you. So we expect to work all day without taking any breaks. We expect to lose weight without eating right and exercising. We expect to have high energy every day. We expect to experience the same emotions, calm and contentment all the time. We expect ourselves to be fearless all the time. Now, I expect to be fearless all the time, but I realize, Michelle, that's just not the case. It is something that you truly have to work on. We set high expectations because we idolize the perfect outcome. We assume that in, in order to, to feel successful, we need a specific result. We need to get the promotion or we've failed. We need that relationship to work or you fail, not only yourself, but other people. We need to get an A-plus on all of our tests or we have failed. So there, this is a hard way to live because it creates a lot of needless pressure. Even if we do reach the carrot that's dangling in front of us, and that carrot is whatever it is that, that's dangling in front of you. It could be the car, it could be the relationship, the home, the weight loss, the promotion, the, the good grades, whatever it is. Even if you reach it, there's always another bigger carrot right around the corner. So when you get that promotion on your job, if you're in the federal government from a GS-5 to a GS-6, that's great. You're excited. It's a little bit more money. It's nothing, nothing to, to just snub your nose at. Because I remember being a GS-5 and when I got my GS-6, okay? And then you get into that job for a while, 
Well, there's a bigger carrot around the corner because now you're going for the GS7. And once you get the GS7, you're going to go around the next corner to get that GS8 and so forth and so on. And even if you're working in the private sector, if you come in as, as, as the mail clerk, the bigger carrot is moving to the next step, which is a clerical position. And once, you, once you've um, mastered that, the next step is to move into a program management position or whatever it is. I'm, I'm not sure how the private, private sector works, but you get where I'm going with this, right? It never stops. We never stop and sometimes it can be exhausting. That's just like if you're an entrepreneur and let's say your business is, has let's say for last year, 2020, your business took in $30,000. And that's great because you just started out. It's not what you wanted to make, but hey, it's great. Well, guess what? Now you want to hit the next milestone and you say, okay, well, this year I want to double that. And I want to bring in $60,000. And the next year, the following year, you're looking at bringing in $100,000. And then the year after that, you want to bring in $200,000, so forth and so on. It never stops. We never stop. And it can become exhausting. So here are some tips that can help you with that. Number one, examine the expectations for yourself. You should always strive for growth and improvement. But are your goals in small achievable steps or big actions? And that's a question that only you can answer because I don't know. So I need you to, to, to ask yourself that. Is what you want to do, is it broken down into small achievable steps or is it this just great big action item that you need to tackle and you're not sure if you should hit it from the front or the back, the left or the right side, the top or the bottom. Trying to get everything done perfectly all at once will keep you from taking consistent, I'm air quoting, you can't see me, but I am consistent action towards your goals. Let's back that up and, and let me unpack that just a little bit. This is exactly what I'm talking about when I used the example a little while ago about having to lose 200 pounds and you have you don't and you haven't broken down achievable steps to get that 200 pound weight loss off so what you have is this one big action item and when you try to tackle that losing 200 pounds and it's one big action item you will stop taking consistent action towards your goal because it, be, it gets to be too much. Why? Because you're looking at the big picture. Some things we do need to look at the big picture on, but some things you need to only focus on bite-sized chunks in order to get to where you're trying to go. It can also leave you feeling depressed and disappointed in your abilities, will bring about negative talks and negative thinking. So once you get into that depressed mode, that, that stinking thinking is what I like to call it, now you begin with the negative self-talk. 
and it's truly all downhill from there. So make a list of all the major expectations you have for your life. And, and, and I have in, in parentheses to be very specific. I didn't say just be specific. I said be very specific. You need to be super, super specific. Dot every I cross every T. Create a list of actionable items for each of those areas and then start completing the things on your list one by one. So, for example, you want to lose, like I said, the 200 pounds, right? So here are your actionable items. So actionable item number one, exercise three to four times a week. Action item number two, clean out the junk food from your refrigerator and or your pantry. Action item number three, get on your scale weekly. Or I also, I'm going to say this, however you choose to weigh yourself. Me personally, I only weigh myself the first of every month. And this is my second year doing that because it just keeps me from stressing out when the scale doesn't reflect what I want it to, to reflect. And that's just a personal choice. Now you can decide to weigh every Monday, every Sunday, you can do it every other week, every month. It just, you can do it uh, bi-monthly. You can do it quarterly, whatever works for you. That's what you do. Okay. And then I said, take your measurements However often you weigh, you should be taking your measurements. I weigh on the first. I take my measurements on the first. And then lastly, keep a food and exercise journal. If you know me, and I will always say this, I am all about journaling. And it is so important to keep a food log and an exercise log. I have both. So I have a log where I keep track of how many calories I'm eating for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. I also note on there how many steps I took for that day, how much water I drank that day, the exercise that I did, the calorie burn for each one of those exercises so that I can go back and look to see at a month at a glance the days that I worked out or I can go back to specific days to see, okay, you know what? On, on the 15th, I had a great day in terms of my caloric intake. I want to repeat that again all next week. Well, because I keep a log, I'm able to do that. And when you don't have a log or journal of any kind, it makes it hard to do that. Okay. That's why I encourage you to keep your journals. Number two, reconsider your expectation your expectations for other people. If you walk around with the list of all the things people should be doing to make you happy, and I'm air quoting, you are setting yourself up to fail and to fail hard. But there are people out here that do that. They create a list of what other people should be doing, what other people should be saying to make them happy. No, because what you're doing is leaving your happiness in that those other people's hands wrong that's not what we're doing always remember that what you consider realistic expectations are not the same as everyone else's respect your boundaries and look for ways to make yourself comfortable and happy in any situation number three and here's the last one Relax your expectations. See, when you put all of your hopes and your dreams into the outcome of a specific event, you are setting yourself up for disappointment. 
Stay focused more on what attracted you to participating in that specific event or that situation and less on the potential outcome. Make a list of all of the positive things that you can gain from the experience itself and what emotions it can bring to your life. This is so important. And and I think that if you follow these steps, you will find that you're number one going to be a whole lot happier, but also you will find that you are going to be able to stick to the expectations that you've created for yourself. And before I do a recap, let me just say this. Never, ever, 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 did I say ever, ever should you come up with expectations for other people because you are truly setting yourself up for failure. You cannot come up with expectations on how other people should act in your presence or should act in general because you're setting yourself up for failure because the way you act when you're in public may not be the way they act. The way you handle things may not be the way they handle things. So stop trying to worry about setting up expectations for these people to make you happy. Because again, when you do that, you put your happiness in somebody else's hands. I'm not doing that. I'm putting my happiness in my hands. I'm focusing on the things that I can control, not the things that I can't control. And I promise you'll be a much happier person. So let's do a quick recap. I'm going to let you be. So today I gave you three things that you can do for setting realistic expectations for yourself. And number one, I said that you need to examine the expectations of yourself. And again, I said uh, you need to make sure you take those expectations and you break them down into small achievable steps as opposed to one big, huge action. Because when you do that, you become overwhelmed. How many times have you ever, and let's just keep it real because I know I have on more than one occasion, but how many times have you ever said to yourself, okay, you know what? I need to do ABC and or XYZ. You know you need to take care of this project, but you've yet to sit down and break it into small achievable goals. And so you're just looking at the big picture and you go, good God almighty, I don't feel like doing this because it seems like it's so much and you feel overwhelmed and you haven't even done anything. Whereas if you had taken whatever that big project is and you broke it down into small achievable sections and just attack one thing at a time. So let's say you needed to do a complete clean out of your house and you know that it's a lot to clean out or your garage, whatever. Then instead of looking at the big picture, cause you walk in this room and you just see stuff everywhere. Instead of allowing that to overwhelm you, you say to yourself, okay, let me get out my journal. Cause y'all know I like journaling. And you write down in your journal, I'm going to take care of on, on week one, I'm going to take care of the right side of the, of the, the garage or the basement. The second week, I'm going to tackle the center of the garage or the basement. Week three, I'm going to tackle the right side of the garage or the basement. And then week four, I'm going to go back and touch up anything that I may have overlooked. And if you do that with any project, I promise you, you will not become overwhelmed. Number 
two, I said that you need to reconsider your expectations for other people. Stop walking around here trying to decide what other people should be doing to make you happy because you can't control how they make you feel. What you can control is how you receive whatever it is that they're doing and whatever it is they're saying. But, but most importantly, you can control whether or not you spend your time around those people. So stop trying to tell them what to do. And you just, if you know that they're not good people, then don't hang around them. But always remember that what you consider real, realistic expectations are not the same as everyone else's expectations. So you need to respect your boundaries and look for ways that you can make yourself comfortable and make yourself happy in every situation. And lastly, I said, uh, relax your expectations. When you put all your hopes and your dreams into the outcome of a specific event, you're setting yourself up for disappointment, you guys. You are setting yourself up for disappointment. That's just like if I take out three eggs because I want to scramble my eggs for my breakfast, right? And I put all three of those eggs in my hand and I'm also trying to reach for the milk and I'm trying to reach for the, the, the peppers and I'm trying to reach for the onions and I'm piling everything up in, in, in this left, I'm gonna say my left arm because I'm right-handed, but I'm trying to pile everything up in my left arm. And somehow or another, I go to turn around, my arm hits the, the refrigerator door as it's closing and it knocks everything out, guess what? And those were the only three eggs I had. And, and so now I put all my eggs in one basket, so to speak, meaning in, in, in this, in, in my arm, put all my eggs and my ingredients when what I should have done was taken those three eggs, put them on the table in my bowl, just set them in the bowl and then reached in and got all the other ingredients. Cause I, let me tell you something. I, I'm just like you all. If I go to the grocery store, I don't care if I have six bags. I'm only trying to make one trip. Let me just keep it all the way real. So I'm going to put three bags in one hand, three in the other. Use my hip to close my door. Going in the house because I can lock the door from inside the house. And But sometimes doing that, you can set yourself up from di for disappointment if you drop that bag and now you've broken the eggs or you've broken that jar of mayonnaise or whatever else is in that bag that's broken so you get where i'm going with that right stay focused on what attracted you to participate in whatever that event is or that situation is and less on the potential outcome and then you make a list of all the positive things that you're going to gain from the experience itself and the emotions that it can bring to your life Focus on that. Stop focusing on other people. So that's all I have, you guys. I just want to say thank you. If this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, thank you, thank you, thank you. For you all that are returning, I say thank you because I could not do what I do without each and every one of you. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Now, you know the drill. You know my spill, you guys. I love each and every one of you no matter what. I love you all to the moon and back, but most importantly, I love each and every one of you, even when nobody else likes you and that you can take to the bank because that is constant and it will never, ever change. Please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. There's a, a, a link someplace on this 
podcast platform that will allow you to do that. If not, reach out to me and I can walk you through how to do that. But before I leave, I want to say this. Go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until next time, take care.